Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I hope that you are having an absolutely amazing day. I am feeling really, really good. I recorded earlier the episode that you heard last Thursday, the life update, where I officially announced, although it hasn't actually officially gone out yet, I officially announced that I am no longer going to be doing binge eating, emotional eating coaching, and body image coaching. And I just feel really excited and really free and really just amped up to see what is going to come in closing this chapter of my life and opening the door for all that I am meant to become. This episode today is going to be geared towards my online business owners and specifically online coaches. I'm going to be talking about the limiting beliefs that I see keeping so many coaches stuck and ultimately broke within their businesses. So I'm going to preface this episode with this. And after this episode, I probably will not say this again, but I want you to stay open-minded. If you just really love me and the messages that I share, there will always be, I can promise you, I will pinky promise you, there will always be takeaways for you. Even if episodes are really geared towards coaches in the online space, there will always be takeaways for you. Something that I have realized in the last several years of building my business is that I had no idea the woman it was going to make me become the way I was going to have to up level and grow and change in my life. So in everything that I share, especially related to business and speaking to entrepreneurs, I can promise you that there will be some sort of mindset takeaway for you. Okay, let's jump into the limiting beliefs that I see keeping so many coaches stuck and broke in their businesses. The first one is I need to have it all figured out before I start working with clients. And the truth is you cannot learn, not just in your coaching business, but in any area of your life, you cannot learn or improve your confidence and your skill set without simply beginning. I understand that in life, in anything that we do, we have a desire to know it all, right? We want to get to a place where we feel super confident. Like I talked about on the previous episode of building confidence, we want to feel super confident before we decide to do things. So we want to think like, I need to have it all figured out, or I need to know more. I need to be an expert, or I need to, I need to, I need to, before I can actually begin. But the hard truth of this is you cannot get to a place where you are actually an expert and where you actually really improve and grow in your skill set and in your confidence if you're not willing to begin exactly where you are right now. So I want to encourage you if you are a coach or if you are just a woman who desires to do something new in her life and feels like I don't have it all figured out and I can't start until I do, I want to encourage you start where you are, use what you have, allow it to be a little bit messy and expect that you are going to make mistakes. <laughs> I kind of feel like right now, a little bit to be honest, even though I know I'm not on day one of my business, it kind of feels like I'm starting over a little bit. Like I was even nervous sitting down and recording this podcast episode. Like there's this weird pressure of like, oh my gosh, you're all the way in on this. Like you decided you got to do it. And now it has to look perfect. What if it doesn't look perfect? What if you don't have it figured out? What if you don't know it all? There's this fear there as a human being to feel like we need to have it all figured out, but we don't allow yourself to take messy action because it's truly in that messy action that you are going to learn more than I believe any level of like research or reading or understanding from somebody else could actually teach you. You are going to learn through taking action and making mistakes. Okay. The second limiting belief that I see keeping coaches stuck and broke in their businesses is that the industry is saturated and there is no room for me. 
This is so common amongst women who are new to entrepreneurship and new to building online coaching businesses. The truth is there are billions, I believe, of people using social media every single day, which means that there are hundreds of thousands, maybe millions and millions of people doing the same exact thing that you want to do or aspire to do in the online space. But I need you to hear me that nobody in this world can do what you do the way that you do it. Your words, your voice, your energy, your story is going to resonate with people different than mine could. You could decide to create a podcast tomorrow called the Queen of Pep Talks 2.0, and you could record every single episode. I think this is episode 103. You could record every single episode on the same exact topic that I recorded 103 episodes on, and they would be very, very different because you are not me and I am not you. And I don't have what you have and you don't have what I have. So it's really important. This comes with being confident in yourself and seeing value in who you are and what you have to offer to the world. The industry can be saturated, but there is a way for you to stand out. There is a way for you to set yourself apart. And there is a way for you to connect with the man or woman who you desire to work with in a way that nobody else can. The truth is there is a power in our tone. There is a power in the way that we speak. There is a power in the way that we storytell. There is a power in the way that we connect with people that no one else possesses the way that you do. And I'm sure if you think about somebody who you really admire, maybe somebody you've worked with in the past, maybe me, maybe I'm a coach who speaks to you. And when I speak, you feel like, oh my gosh, she's talking to my soul. Like she gets me, she sees me, she feels me you are going to be that for somebody else. So I need you to understand saturated or not, you get to be you and you get to stand out because of exactly who you are. Okay. The third limiting belief that I see keeping coaches stuck and broke within their businesses is that if I feel fear, that means I should stop. And we have talked about this a bajillion times on the queen of pep talks podcast, because I am constantly leading by example and sharing with you guys in real time, the moments that I am leaning into fear and the truth about building success in any area of your life and building a coaching business is going to be no different. You are going to be presented with fear over and over and over and over and over again. I was presented with fear when I sat down to record this episode. I was presented with fear when I made the decision that I'm leaving behind this chapter of my life. I have been presented with fear the first time that I went live. I was presented with fear the first time I ran a masterclass. I was presented with fear the first time that I created a program. I was presented with fear the first time that I did an in-person event. I have been presented with fear over and over and over and over again. Fear is not an indication that you should turn around and head back the other direction. Fear means that what you are about to do is actually really, really important to you. And it just means that you need to build your confidence because it's new. That's it, period. It is safe for you to lean into the fear that is right in front of you. And in entrepreneurship, we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. If there is success that you desire and crave in your life, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to be willing to say, yes, this opportunity scares me. Yes, this opportunity makes me feel a little bit nervous and shaky and my heart is pounding and I kind of feel like I could puke. But also you're really excited about it. And also it's okay to be nervous. And also it matters to you. And also you need to build your confidence and all of that is okay. So I want you to lean into the fear that you are feeling in the beginning of doing anything new in your life, your coaching business included. Okay. 
The next limiting belief, this one is huge. And I see and hear this all of the time. And I was personally guilty of this myself. This limiting belief is that people can get this information on Google for free. Why would they pay me? (laughs) So many entrepreneurs who are building coaching businesses have this belief in their mind that coaching is just about information. And the truth is, I have even had clients, unfortunately, who come to me and think that coaching is just about receiving information and they do not lean fully into what coaching actually is. Coaching is about so much more than just relaying information to somebody. It's so much more than just giving people information. If information was all that people needed, every single person in the world would be as successful as they wanted to be. Being a coach isn't just spewing information constantly. It's about supporting. It's about holding people accountable. It's about the energy that you bring to somebody's life. It's about the way you inspire them and empower them. Your experience matters. Your belief in your client matters. If people just wanted information, yes, they can go to Google and they can get it. But the problem for most people isn't even necessarily not knowing how to do the thing that they want to achieve. It's their inability to move out of their own way and actually take the action that's required for them to achieve what it is that they want. Most people know what it is that they need to be doing. They do. And they don't see value in a coach because they think I already know what to do, but they don't recognize that the fact that they know what to do and the fact that they're not doing it is proof right there that something is actually missing, that they are probably needing to learn a new skill or strategy or technique, or they're needing support and accountability from somebody who has been where they are. So I need you to Take a different perspective of coaching and think about not just coaching in you being the coach, but coaching in the coaches that you hire. Are you only hiring people to work with you to give you information or are you hiring them because you find value in their experience? You find value in their leadership. You find value in their support and their ability to challenge you and hold you accountable and present to you maybe some of the beliefs, maybe some of the behaviors that you're participating in that have been standing in your way when you shift your perspective of coaching, it's going to be really easy for you to really believe in yourself as a coach and know that yes, people can find information for free on Google. But if people just needed information, then there wouldn't be coaches out here making multiple six figures, multiple seven figures, multiple eight figures, running businesses, helping people by giving them information, and so much more. Okay. The next limiting belief that I see keeping coaches stuck and broke in their businesses is I don't like selling. Selling has a really negative and icky connotation to it. And I get this. I felt it too. It was like, ugh. when I think of selling, maybe you resonate, maybe you don't. When I think of selling, I think of skeezy and slimy car salesmen. Have you ever bought a car? I'm sure that you probably have. Think about your experience at a car dealership. I don't know about you, but mine just felt like straight up icky. Like it felt gross. That's not the way that I want to sell to people. And that is not the way that you have to sell to people. You don't have to be icky in selling to people. You don't have to be cold DMing people and spamming people on Instagram to be really effective in selling. That is not what effective selling actually looks like. So I want you, if you're telling yourself, I don't like selling, I want you to challenge yourself by asking yourself, do you really not like it? Or are you just not experienced at it? Do you really not like it or are you afraid to talk about yourself and your offer? Do you really not like selling or are you scared people will think that you're annoying? 
oh my gosh, if I sell all of the time, then people are going to find me annoying. Oh my gosh, if I sell all the time, people are going to unfollow me. Oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me? I hear that all of the time. What are people going to think of me if I just start sharing that I have this offer and this is what I'm doing? Let people think whatever they want to think about you. People's opinions aren't paying your bills. People's opinions of you aren't creating the impact that you want to in this world. People's opinions of you aren't changing the lives that you want to change. We can let people think what they want to think about us. And sure, there may be people who think that we're annoying. And there may be people who think you sell too much. Let them think what they want to think. But you need to challenge yourself because if you want to make money in any business, not just in a coaching business, you either need to be comfortable selling and get really good at selling Or number two, choose to outsource your selling and have somebody else doing it for you. Because without sales, you're not making money. I understand the fear in the beginning, but I also think about like, how can you expect your business to be successful if you're unwilling to let people know that you have this incredible opportunity to work with you? I think about if you are out of gas at 11.59 p.m. driving home, Would you be mad that the gas station was 24 hours and there was a big open sign on the street so you could pull in and fill your gas tank so you could get home safely? No, you needed what that gas station was selling. There's somebody in this world who needs what it is that you're selling. So I want you to give them the opportunity to say yes to what it is that you're offering them by selling them that opportunity. Okay. The next limiting belief that I see keeping people stuck and broke in their businesses is if I charge what I am worth, people will think I'm greedy. So many of us, this is an entire conversation for another time. So many of us have really fucked up money mindsets. Truly, we have really distorted relationships with money, relationships with money and finances that actually need a lot of work and a lot of improvement. And I have done a lot of work around this. And if you resonate, I want you to jump inside of my currency program where I teach you how to improve the relationship that you have with money, not just with your mindset, but also with your money management. But There is a big disconnect for a lot of people where they tend to believe I can only be a good person or I can only make a lot of money. I can only be really caring and heart-centered in what I do or I can only make a lot of money. Any of my clients who have worked with me, I believe would tell you I am one of the most heart-centered and loving and giving people. I go above and beyond. I bend over backwards. I do everything that I can for the women who come into my world when they allow me to. I also make a lot of money. I also charge what I believe I am worth. I should be charging more. (laughs) That is something that I know to be true with 100% certainty. You get to be extremely heart-centered as a human being and as a business owner and as a coach. You get to charge your worth. You get to make a lot of money all at the same time. It's not just one or the other. These two things are not mutually exclusive People who will judge you for making a lot of money or talking about money throughout the course of your business are people who have their own money mindset work to do or people who are projecting their own feelings and beliefs around money onto you. And again, conversation for another time because I could go off forever about the projections that have been put onto me based off of the way that people feel about money. You are not a bad person for wanting to make a lot of money. You are not a bad person for charging for your time, energy, and expertise. Okay. The next limiting belief that I see keeping so many people stuck in their businesses is that when people say no to what I'm selling, it's because I am not good enough. 
This is a huge, huge, huge block for so many people. We take things personally in our businesses and I get it, but this is simply not true. If someone says no to working with you or no to your offer or no to the opportunity to come into your world and be coached by you, it does not mean that you are not good enough. It doesn't even mean that the product that you have or the service that you have is invaluable. It doesn't mean that you didn't do a good job conveying your message. It doesn't mean that you need to change your marketing. It can simply mean that that person is just not ready. It can simply mean that that person actually doesn't have the money. It can simply mean that that person doesn't trust themselves. There are a lot of reasons why people say no to opportunities to work with you and me. People say no to me all of the time. And in the beginning, I know it hurts to hear. I know that it's uncomfortable, but I also know that it is a part of building a business. Every single human who you come in contact with is not going to say yes to the opportunity to work with you. Okay, so we need to get comfortable hearing no, and we need to stop taking it so personally. When people say no to you, it's not really no to you. It's just a no to themselves. And when you believe wholeheartedly in the work that you do and the offer that you are putting on the table and presenting to them and saying, this is something that will change your life, you're going to know that it's not about you. You get to believe in the work that you're doing so much And it's really no to themselves because they're simply missing the opportunity to have their life changed by coming closer into your world and working with you. Okay. And the final limiting belief that I see keeping so many coaches stuck and broke in their businesses is I don't know how. There are going to be a lot of things throughout the course of building or scaling your online coaching business that you're going to need to learn how to do. And I don't know how really just is an unacceptable excuse anymore, because truly, even if you cannot afford to hire a coach, there are so many free resources that can teach you so much. This is an episode for another time, but I scaled my coaching business to beyond 10K months without ever hiring a coach, without anybody ever teaching me anything to help me build my business. I didn't hire a coach. I didn't take a course. I didn't take a program. I figured it out by myself because it it was important for me to create this impact that I really cared about creating. So you might not know how, but you need to give yourself the credit to know that you are smart enough to figure it out. Okay. You're an intelligent woman. You are resourceful. You can figure it out on your own. And if you can't, you can slide into my DMs and you can hire me. Okay. Or there are a lot of other coaches out there who are happy to teach you how to begin creating success in your online coaching business. I don't know how is not an excuse. Stop telling yourself that because you are going to believe what it is you tell yourself and your actions are going to follow in line with what you believe to be true about yourself. Okay. So I hope that, and I'm sure that even if you are not a coach in the online space, many of these limiting beliefs resonated with you in some capacity. I just want to say once again, if you are here and you're like, I'm a ride or die JJXO fan, I fucking love you, Jessica, and I'm not going anywhere. I love and appreciate you with my whole entire heart. And I promise that I will continue to provide value for everyone who is in my world, but also know that it is really important for me to stay true to this next chapter of my life and focusing on really helping women who know that they are made for more and they feel a purpose and a mission and an impact within themselves that they know they need to share with the world. So a lot of my content content, especially on Instagram and more so here on the podcast is going to be focused to speaking to those women. But again, 
I can pinky promise you, if you stick around, there will always be takeaways for you. Okay. A reminder from the last podcast episode, you can enter the giveaway. If you're not a part of my text community, you can enter the giveaway by commenting on my Instagram post. Make sure you're using the hashtag QOPT so that I know that you're coming from the podcast and I can make sure that your name gets entered in the giveaway drawing. Every Sunday, I give away something, a 15 minute call with me, tuition towards an upcoming program, a free create joy journal, more fun stuff will be coming in 2022. If you desire to participate, you just need to like and comment on my Instagram posts. Every time that you do that, your name will be entered. I post multiple times throughout the week, so you can enter as many times as you would like. You can share to your IG stories for an extra entry. Just make sure that you send me a screenshot or tag me if your profile is not public, okay? I love you guys so very much. Thank you for all of the love and support that I have not even received yet from my announcement because I haven't shared it. But by this point in time, I know that I will have shared it. And I know that you guys will have been incredibly loving and supportive because you always are of me and everything that I do. Again, I hope, I hope with all of my heart that this new venture in my life gives you so much proof and so much hope of what is available to you beyond the struggle that you may be in right now. I love you so much. And I will talk to you on the next episode. 